Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about our recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Good afternoon, everyone. We had our meeting last night, Monday, May 11th. We held the meeting similar to a couple that we've had in the past with two uh, board members remoting in through Zoom. We also had several presentations that were made through the Zoom format last night. So it was interesting to be in the, in the boardroom watching things unfold on the big screen. So uh, I think that's our new normal, at least for a while. Uh, we did have three presentations at the board meeting last night. The first uh, was Dr. Noel Bissell the director of the New River Health District, uh, provided information to the board on the COVID-19 epidemic uh, in Montgomery County and the New River Valley, talked about testing. Uh, I thought Dr. Bissell did an excellent job outlining um, where the county and where the New River Valley is right now. I believe the statistic that I heard last night was of all the tests that we've done and uh, I don't remember the exact number of tests. It's quite a few. It's in the low thousands. Um, only four and a half percent of those tests have come back positive. So we do not have uh, a great deal of community spread in our community right now, which is good to know. Uh, folks are doing a great job with uh, preventive measures like social distancing, uh, washing hands, wearing face masks uh, out in public. We want to continue to encourage folks to do that. She also talked about the New River Task Force that has been working um, with the localities to help prepare uh, related to various issues of the pandemic. And also began to talk somewhat about the recovery phase of the, of the pandemic as we try to move back into some semblance of normalcy again in the months ahead. And, uh, had a good discussion. Board members had lots of questions. Um, I would encourage citizens, if you're interested, uh, to take a look at at least that part of the meeting last night because I thought it was very, the whole meeting was very informative, but I think that was something that citizens would gain an appreciation for if they want to listen to that. We also had a presentation from Thompson and & Lytton and Blue Ridge Advisory Service Group uh, to provide an update on the broadband assessment project in Montgomery County. This is a project that we started last fall that was scheduled to wrap up uh, in early 2020. And then life happened and uh, we got to May and so we wrapped it up last night. Um, had good information on some of the findings and uh, issues related to broadband coverage in the county and some recommendations as well. Uh, I think uh, citizens will be hearing in the days ahead some of the things the county will be doing, uh, perhaps establishing an authority uh, to address broadband specifically, also uh, working diligently to identify resources through grants and other means to uh, find a way to partner with local and regional providers to get broadband expanded throughout the county. So uh, that was a good uh, presentation. Again, had good questions from the board members. In the last I'm sorry, I was going to say, I think what was good about that was the timing of it. I mean, we've all had to face a lot of um, broadband use the last couple months. And so it was nice to have, it was very timely, even though it wasn't quite within the schedule you'd originally planned, uh, to, just to kind of validate and, and identify some of the areas that we already knew were an issue, but have come to the forefront more with so many people working remotely. So that oh, was yeah. interesting. Well, and and that, it, it, it is uh, very timely, the, the 
folks working remotely, uh, especially in county offices and other offices. Uh, it's, it's been obvious to some of us where, where gaps in coverage are in the county, also with uh, schools being done virtually, uh, you know, lots of challenges for some of our students who don't have access to broadband. So um, the very timely presentation and we're hopeful that there are some funds available through uh, some of these programs that Congress has passed right now. There may be some funds available that we can secure that will help address some of these issues as well. So we'll be taking a hard look at that. The last presentation that we had uh, last night was David Clark from VDOT, uh, provided an update on road projects and issues in the county. Um, been a while since we've heard from David. He provided a good update to the board on some of those issues. Uh, public address, uh, we didn't have any public attend the meeting last night, so we didn't have any public address. Uh, uh, we are set up so that if a citizen does want to come to a meeting, uh, we have uh, seating in our lobby area. We're still adhering to the 10 person rule uh, for meetings as best we can, uh, but uh, citizens can, can attend a meeting if they're interested. They can also email comments. I would say that if a citizen has a concern or a comment they want to share with the board, uh, please feel free to email uh, Vicki Sweeney uh, or you can email the board directly through the county's website and make them aware of issues. They'd be glad to, to do that. On consent agenda last night, we had one set of minutes from our April 27th meeting. We also had a vacation of a public utility and drainage easement in the McCann subdivision. And we had a, an appointment to reappoint John Overton to the Montgomery Regional Economic Development Commission. I just want to do a quick shout out to our staff for getting caught up on the minutes. I don't know how often that happens, but it's a, it's a big task and it, it takes a lot of detail and skill to make that uh, transition from that usually typically a longer meeting. Granted, it was a shorter meeting, but that's a big deal that they're all caught up. It, well, thank you for that, Jen. It, it is a big shout out for staff because I've had people say before, well, the meeting only lasted two hours. How long does it take to do minutes? It takes many, many hours to do minutes, to do accurate minutes of meetings. And, you know, what folks have to realize many times is the same staff that's doing the minutes are also answering the phone. They're doing a multitude of other things. So finding concentrated time to, to keep minutes up is a challenge and, and Vicki our clerk and Judy Kaiser and Amy Marshall the staff we have out there does a tremendous job in, in trying to keep things moving forward and, and staying up to date so thank you for that shout out. Under work session we had two discussion items. The first was a proposed resolution or letter to the governor on the Commonwealth's approach to reopening the economy there was a tremendous amount of discussion on this issue uh, last night. Um, you know, there's several schools of thoughts on this issue. One is that, as I mentioned earlier on with Dr. Bissell's presentation, Southwest Virginia New River Valley uh, is really doing very well as far as uh, mitigation of the pandemic and preventing some disease. Uh, and there, and because of that, there's a lot of folks that really feel that uh, we are ready in this region to move forward a little bit quicker than perhaps the governor and the folks in Richmond think as far as a statewide reopening. Um, but then, of course, there are concerns as well that if that moves too quickly, uh, 
create other issues and perhaps create um, another wave of, of illness. Um, so there was really a, a lot of philosophical discussion about the pros and cons of whether a letter or a resolution would be beneficial. Uh, after a lot of discussion, uh, what the board agreed to do was put their thoughts together, individually send those to me and the county attorney. Uh, he and I, uh, along with working with you, Jennifer, will come up with uh, something in the form of a letter that we will also uh, talk with the two towns of Virginia Tech about to see what their thoughts are. Uh, if everybody can come to some sort of consensus, I think we'll probably be sending a letter coming a uh, couple of weeks to, to Richmond to let them know our thoughts on that issue. But uh, quite a bit of discussion last night. Um, I, I won't say sharp disagreement, but certainly uh, it was interesting to hear the philosophical differences with some of the board members on that particular issue. We can call it a healthy debate. It was a healthy debate, absolutely. And it was that's nice what, to hear perspectives and, and challenge each other, and that's what our, our board does well. So. Our board does it well, and I was just going to say that's that's really what local government's all about. Um, it, it would it would be really boring to work with a group that sees eye to eye on everything all the time. Um, and this group is very respectful of each other, but they also have strong opinions on issues, and, and they really sound those out, and and that's good. So. Uh, and as I remind folks all the time, our job as county administration and staff is, is to provide all seven of the board members the best factual information we can, let them determine policy and direction, and then we'll put the wheels under it and make it work for them. So that's what we do. Um, second item under work session was to discuss sending a letter uh, to the Commonwealth's Finance Secretary regarding state plans to allocate the CARES Act funding to the localities from the federal government. Uh, that was put on the agenda the end of last week, and uh, as of Friday, uh, Governor Northam and then yesterday, Secretary Lane uh, discussed publicly how those funds were going to be allocated back to local governments. As a matter of fact, uh, the county received uh, a uh, communication from Secretary Lane this morning explaining that process. So um, really didn't need to send a letter because they sent it to us first. Um, so we are currently reviewing that, trying to determine what uh, the best way forward on that is. Um, in the information we got today, it did say that our information is due back to Richmond a week from Friday. I love how they throw stuff out there. And, uh, so that's going to be a high priority for staff to, to go through that and get that done. But, uh, we, we will be working to find ways to seek reimbursement for everything we're potentially eligible for. Under old business, we had two items. One was to reconfirm the ordinance to temporarily change certain deadlines and modify public hearing practices and procedures in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. This was a resolution that was, uh, or excuse me, an ordinance that was adopted in March uh, when we first uh, entered into the pandemic situation. Um, that has to be reaffirmed on a periodic basis. So that was brought back to the board for their affirmation last night. That passed 7-0. Uh, the board also approved under all business the VDOT six-year secondary road improvement plan for fiscal 2021 through fiscal 25-26. Uh, the six-year road improvement plan includes uh, 
roads in the county that are eligible for VDOT funding for improvement. Uh, it's not a comprehensive list. Uh, it's only the roads that we think that realistically may be able to be covered in a six-year time frame. Uh, there are several other roads that citizens have brought up since uh, this list was put together, and I'm sure that we'll be looking at those in future resolutions as well. But the state's got a little bit amount of money, and we try to we try to use every penny of that we can to get county roads addressed when we can. Under new business, two items. One was a resolution to adopt the fiscal year 2021 budget. Um, you know, if we skipped all the stuff that happened in March, April, and May, I could say I presented a budget in early March and the board approved it as is last night. Um, that would be way oversimplifying things. Um, in that interim, but course, that is in a nutshell what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of if then statements in there now that weren't there originally, but that's right. Yeah. I can say, you know, I presented it in early March, and two months later they approved it unanimously. But there's quite a few whereases and, and caveats in that budget resolution that was adopted last night. We certainly recognize that uh, the world now is not what it was when the budget was put together earlier this year. The board did approve the $209 million plus budget, uh, but it has a number of carve outs related to deferring employee raises, deferring capital projects, deferring uh, transfer of some funding to schools. Uh, it holds back, I believe the total is 10 or $11 million between the two agencies. Um, so we can wait and see what things look like as we go into the new fiscal year. Um, so just like everybody, we have to be responsible with the resources we have, and this is just a, just doing that. It's just taking the resources that we have and trying to be as responsible as we can, since no one really knows. I think that's the, whenever someone asks me, well, what's, what do you think is going to happen next? Or, or how do you think things are going to play out with finances or, or life? Or, or that's, that's the thing. The best answer is we don't know. This is all new. So that, and that's, that's what this is. This is a, we don't know what's coming next, so we want to make sure we're being responsible, right? Absolutely, and I, I appreciate you saying that. In a, in a call earlier today, I, I reiterated a phrase that we're using quite a bit around here lately, and that is, we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what uh, August, September, October are going to look like in terms of revenues. Um, some communities that I'm aware of pretty much just decimated their proposed budget, cut numbers left and right, uh, adopted something much, much more dire. Uh, that was not the approach I recommended simply because whether we did it the way we did it last night or whether we did it the way some of these other communities uh, approached it, either way, when we get into the fall, we're going to have to make revisions to the budget. Um, so my thought was instead of getting into lots and lots and lots of discussion about what to cut and how much to cut and when to cut, let's just move forward with what I called the placeholder budget, 209 million, with the understanding clearly that there will be things that have to be modified and changed as we move into the new fiscal year. Uh, staff is very committed to the board to not run out and, and uh, spend things or do things that aren't uh, prudent. Uh, we all like our jobs. We'd like to stay employed, so we're not going to go running off 
with, with those kind of decisions. Um, but I do think the fall is going to be a very interesting time in trying to figure out where we are with things. So the budget got approved last night. Uh, the other thing the board took care of last night is they approved an ordinance to waive the penalty and interest for 90 days on the real estate taxes that are due on June 5th. Um, they, they did not change the due date. The due date is still June 5th, and the expectation is that if citizens are able to uh, pay those. Many folks have those taxes uh, escrowed through their mortgages. Other folks, you know, have the ability to, to move forward with that. Uh, we certainly want uh, folks to pay the taxes when they're due. However, recognizing that some folks may be experiencing financial hardships due to the pandemic, the board agreed for a period of 90 days uh, to waive the penalty and the interest on those taxes should should uh, citizen need that. So, those were the items of, of activity last night. It was about a three-hour meeting. It was uh, it was good to see everyone. Uh, felt as I said, it felt like old times with the with the time that it took to to get everything done last night. But um, we do have another meeting scheduled for Tuesday, May twenty-sixth. Uh, Monday the twenty-fifth is Memorial Day, but we'll be meeting on Tuesday the twenty-sixth. My guess is right now we'll probably meet in a format similar to what we did last night. Uh, but would encourage folks to keep close watch on the county's website to stay updated with all the latest information. Great. That's a great segue. Yes. If, if you want to learn more, please visit our website at montva.com and our meetings currently are being live streamed on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Montgomery VA. And uh, we'd love for you guys to join us virtually at least. And, and thanks for that great summary. Have a great day. Thank you.